This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. I just got back from the Adobe Summit in Las Vegas, the world's largest digital experience conference where the software giant unveiled a wide range of product innovations to empower brands to drive experience-led growth. I know what you're thinking. What's experience-led growth? Well, according to the folks at Adobe, if you want to create long-term value for your customers, it won't come from a flash sale or, or a discount code. They believe it lies in connecting your customer journeys across all channels and interactions with your brand. And at the Adobe Summit this year, it was apparent that creating a content supply chain and pushing for personalization at scale was Adobe's game plan to help brands create experience-led growth for their customers. Now, speaking of content, did you know that the demand for content has doubled over the last two years? And according to research, the demand for content is set to 5x over the next two years. So how do we keep up with all of this? Well, the answer apparently lies in AI. Yes, you must have guessed it as well. AI. Now, Adobe has been working with AI for over a decade now with Adobe Sensei. But at the summit, they debuted Adobe Firefly, a new family of creative generative AI models for businesses to generate content designed to be safe for commercial use. Here's Anil Chakravarti, the president of Digital Experience, and David Wadani, president of digital media at Adobe, announcing Adobe Firefly and how Gen AI will change the future of content creation for marketers and creatives around the world. So for those of you who don't know what generative AI is, I think it's probably good to just make sure we're level set. Generative AI allows you to describe what you want in your own words, uh, and the computer will effectively visualize and generate content to match those words. Uh, today, we're announcing the beta of something called Adobe Firefly. Uh, Firefly is a family of Adobe-owned generative models specifically created for content generation for creative output. The first model has been trained on hundreds of millions of stock content from Adobe Stock and open license content, uh, and it's built from the ground up to be deeply integrated into application and content workflows, uh, really becoming your creative co-pilot as you go and do and build all of your marketing content. Uh, we're starting with the generation of images and text effects. Uh, and again, all of this imagery you see here was created with a text prompt, not with, uh, with uh, deep uh, uh, creative tooling. Uh, and in the coming weeks, vectors and in-painting and out-painting and video and a lot more 3D content uh, is in the pipeline. You'll start to see us creating and generating that kind of content as well. It's a very long journey from where we are to where we know we can get. Uh, and so as doing this as a beta, we're inviting all of you to go sign up for that beta and participate, give us feedback along the way. But one of the most exciting applications of generative AI and Firefly is really in the context of DX and what all of you can do as marketers. Perfect. Thank you, David. So in Experience Cloud, we are integrating with Firefly, obviously the best model for creating content, 
And we're integrating Firefly directly into the Experience Cloud, starting with the Adobe Experience Manager, where you'll be able to generate content that's safe for commercial use. So, for example, if you're a retailer, you had a photo shoot, you have the content in uh, Adobe Experience Manager assets, you can then generate essentially endless variations based on colors, textures, et cetera, and use them in e-commerce and other applications. And with new innovations in the Adobe Experience Manager, you'll have powerful insights that will then help you on which attributes, which variations are resonating with your customers. You'll actually see that in a demo later this morning. That's on the integration with Firefly. We're also announcing a family of Sensei Gen AI services where marketers and customer experience practitioners will have a co-pilot to help increase your productivity without increasing your workload. We'll initially start with use cases which are natively integrated, like marketing copy generation, conversational experiences, audience creation, journey creation, as well as caption generation. And in, we'll, we anticipate that over time, generative AI will really help us reimagine every aspect of marketing. We've been doing AI in our creative products for well over a decade. Um, and what we're really excited about this moment is that we're taking generative AI, which is able to create great content, but we're putting it together as part of a model pipeline with our uh, decade of innovation around imaging, video, vector, 3D, and more. And the combination is going to create some absolutely stunning output. The second area that we've been very focused on is that we've trained all of this content in these models so that the output is safe for commercial use. There's a lot of conversation around generative AI as it relates to copyright, as it re relates to diversity and inclusion, as it re relates to the potential to create harmful content. And we wanted to make sure that we were taking all of those difficult problems and addressing them early in the process and making it safe for commercial use means that we can go from leveraging generative AI for, for fun and individual projects to leveraging it for commercial use. So this becomes something that is really focused on making it available to all of you. The third area was around uh, integrating with our applications and workflows. Now, I already talked about this, but Creative Cloud, Document Cloud, Digital Experience, uh, and, uh, and Adobe Express, which you'll be learning more about later today, all of these capabilities, are, all of these platforms can now leverage generative AI and Firefly directly embedded into their existing experiences. And last, but certainly not least, it's really about being creator-centric at Adobe. Uh, we have introduced something called the Content Authenticity Initiative a few years ago. We now have over 900 organizations that are part of that, or, uh, uh, that initiative. Um, and content credentials is at the forefront of, of everything that we, we want the creative community to do. We want people to get credit for what they create. So with generative AI, we're going to make sure that all content created from Firefly is marked as AI-generated content, so people know what the origin of that content is. The second thing is we're gonna also uh, announce the availability of a do not train tag. So if creative professionals wanna create content that they don't want Firefly to train on, they can simply embed that tag in the content. And last but certainly not least, we recognize that all of this training content is really pro provided to us from contributors to Adobe Stock. So as Firefly goes into a commercial state, we'll be announcing a lot more about how we're planning on sharing the success of that and, uh, and making sure that contributors get compensated for their efforts.
that was Anil Chakravarti, the president of Digital Experience, and David Wadwani, president of Digital Media at Adobe, talking about the new family of creative Gen AI models under Adobe Firefly. Now, with the conversation on Gen AI comes, of course, new, well, concerns or questions about ethics and responsibility in the digital age. Now, as tech giants harness the power of this cutting-edge tech, how do we ensure its responsible development and its responsible use? Well, here's Anil Chakravarti again talking to us about how Adobe plans to responsibly bring AI to its customers, reflecting the trust and data governance the company advocates. So there are three key areas we focus on. We call it accountability, responsibility, and transparency, art, the art of AI ethics. And let me touch on each one of them. With accountability, we are committed to taking ownership of the impact of our work by having processes in place and making sure that there are resources dedicated to receiving and responding to your feedback or concerns and feedback and concerns from your customers. Ultimately, we are committed to advancing AI in an ethical, responsible, and inclusive manner. With responsibility, we will be responsible during every phase of designing, developing, deploying, and maintaining our AI systems through thoughtful evaluation and careful due diligence. You'll see that as you go through any of our sessions, as you go through all of these demos. And we are committed to making these experiences with Adobe's AI productive and efficient for you, with control and trusted governance capabilities in the hands of marketers and creatives. Finally, transparency. We are committed to being open about how we use AI. We talked yesterday during the announcement about how we have built it to be commercially safe, and we want to bring our customers into the journey. That was the uh, idea of opening this up with beta, and really work with you, our community, to design and implement AI that respects our customers' preferences and your interests. And this is exactly how we view the future of generative AI when it comes to the entire marketing process. That was Anil Chakravarti, the president of Digital Experience at Adobe, talking about the guardrails Adobe has in place to govern the responsible use of its Gen AI. Now, it's time for us to take a quick break. But when we come back, we hear from the tech experts who developed the new family of creative Gen AI models under Adobe, as well as the CEO of AMD and what she thinks the future of Gen AI holds for all of us. Stay tuned for that on Resource Centre, BFM 89.9. Books, figurines, movies. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. And we're back. You are listening to Resource Centre with me, Audrey Raj. Now, I had the pleasure and privilege of being flown all the way to Vegas last week to attend the world's largest digital experience conference. It's called the Adobe Summit. And I was there along with 10,000 other marketers and creators. And I'm still giddy from the experience. Now, with all the buzz um, surrounding ChatGPT recently, it seems like every other tech giant was developing their own generative AI 
AI offering. And right on cue at the summit, Adobe announced their new family of creative Gen AI models called Adobe Firefly. And Adobe Firefly will help businesses create content quickly and at scale to cater to the accelerating demand for content by consumers. Now, everyone seems to be referring to Gen AI as creative or marketing co-pilots, and so do the folks at Adobe. Here's Anjul Bambri, the Senior Vice President of Engineering at Experience Cloud Adobe, and Eli Greenfield, the CTO of Adobe Digital Media, talking about how hugely beneficial Gen AI has the potential to be to individual creators as well as enterprise creative teams, if, of course, it's executed well. Here they are. You heard from uh, Anil and, and uh, Shantanu yesterday that uh, we are um, in Experience Cloud going to be lining up, uh, releasing a series of co-pilots. And uh, what I mean by that is that think of it as it's a, it's a large language model. It's, a, it's like a virtual assistant, uh, a productivity tool, uh, which is, um, you know, really, you know, pre-trained on all the customer data that you have about your customers, right? So it's, it is very rich from a context standpoint. Um, and Sensei Gen AI as well as Firefly will definitely be the backbone of, of this. Um, and it'll be pre-trained, like I said, on the data that you already have collected about your customers. And it could also be pre-trained, if you, know, if, if you like, on your brand-specific information, right? It could be products, it could be documentation, uh, something that is unique. It could be brand content, right? It is, which is specific to your brand. So with that, like, we are going to deploy this in kind of two, two modes, if you may. There's an external facing co-pilot, which is what is going to help with, you know, how customers will interact with brands, right? So it's going to kind of sit in the middle of that interaction. Then there are going to be internal co-pilots, which like you mentioned, Amit, and like Eli, you said that they are really going to guide the marketing team. They'll, they'll be the assistants for the marketers, their teams, to help them really design experiences, you know, target the right audiences, and really amplify those personalized experiences. Um, maybe if we you know, click down one level, sure. specifically in the products, I can't resist saying that, um, in a real-time customer data platform, uh, think of this marketer as, um, you know, it's going to leverage as well as extend the 360-degree view of the customer via the unified profiles. And the conversations will be powered by the profile. Um, and the, you know, when you have the conversation, the insights, the attributes, what was learned during that conversation will feed it back into the profile. So remember, like in my example, I was saying that the personal context was missing. Now the personal context comes back into the picture with that unified profile. And if brand-specific information was added to this, then that profile plus that brand information is making that conversation even richer. So, so that's, um, that's the, uh, you know, the, the co-pilot that's helping with the conversation. Now for the marketers, it's going to help generate audiences, right? Because from the conversation you may learn that, hey, I'll stick with my example, the kitchen remodeler, right? Now there's a new, new segment, new audience that gets generated, which it didn't have before. So that's in the real-time customer data platform. In journey optimizer, it's going to help generate journeys, emails, campaigns, you know, 
channel content very quickly so that the marketers really can iterate, test, optimize. They still have to approve all of that, right? So there's always a human in the middle uh, to make sure that, you know, it's everything that is being generated, the brand ultimately has to put their kind of their seal of approval that, you know, this is good. But, but since it's everything is generated, it's easy to hit that approve button. Yeah. Um, in customer journey analytics, uh, the, the co-pilot will really provide that natural language. It's a very intuitive, natural language interface yeah. to analytics for both visual and uh, text. Yeah. Um, and if you look at everything here for Marketo, we pre-train the co-pilot with the B2B context, right, with account information, and you get everything now with the context of when a business is talking to another business. Yeah. To go a little bit deeper than that, because you know, we're yeah. the technical people. Um, you know, from the conversations we've had with marketers as we've been developing this technology and looking what's out there in the market, um, what we hear, and you all know this, of course, is, is it's all about, um, about more granular approach to audience segmentation and personalization, right? That's the name of the game right now, but from what we hear, you know, everyone is limited essentially by the, by the speed at which you can create the content to support that work. Um, and so what's exciting about Gen AI for everyone that we, you know, we've talked to is it promises to be a massive productivity boost to creatives and to marketers in both content creation but also content personalization and adaptation. That's the excitement of it, right? But the fear, or at least the problem that we've heard from all the conversations is Great, but everybody out there has concerns right now about you know, the state of the technology today, the state of the market, and, and whether it's a, an IP concern or a licensing concern or a legal concern or you, know, you name it. So everybody's excited about it, but they can't really dig in yet. So it, when we look at the way the market's going, we think that this is how it has to go. It has to evolve to, to address these concerns for all of these people mm -hmm. to be able to use it and deliver on that promise. And, and that's essentially what we've done with Firefly is primarily focused on this question of designing it to be safe for commercial use. So that's the gist of what Gen AI has the power to achieve. It's a productivity boost. It's, it's going to help marketers achieve content velocity. It's going to help people grow their creative confidence. This is the AI generation. But where do we go from here? What's the next step? Here's Chairman and CEO of Adobe, Shantanu Narayan, speaking with Lisa Su, and you may recognize this name. She's the CEO of AMD, and they're talking about what comes next when we talk about Generation AI. Well, um, I think this is the week, the month, maybe the year of AI. I think you can't go anywhere and, uh, and not talk about AI. And congratulations on the Firefly announcements, the Sensei um, announcements. You know, when I think about AI, I think about it in kind of two pieces, right? One is the AI that's under the covers, uh, which is the data analytics. How do we become uh, smarter with all of this tons of data that we are generating um, how do we get make most use of it? Uh, but I think the piece that has you know really unlocked potential, and I know you guys have talked about it uh, here over the last day or two as well. You know the generative AI concept of you know you can actually have it's sort of like your little personal assistant or your co-pilot uh, helping you you know solve whatever your um, you know your problem set is. I mean that's just incredibly powerful. Now the technology that we're doing around AI is. 
um, training these incredibly large data sets and then allowing people to access that data. Right? You need an incredible amount of computing power, tens of thousands of um, you know, GPUs and CPUs. But that capability, I think, just unlocks new things. And when I think about, like, when even my dad is talking about ChatGPT, uh, I don't know how many of uh, how many of your uh, everywhere you go. It's like, well, what can you do with that? I, I think you can see that it's capturing people's imaginations. And the key is, you know, how are we going to use it for business advantage, right? How are each of us in our world going to use it for business advantage to make us um, a bit more productive? I think you know we were talking a bit about how uh, it's it's so early, right? I mean, you're in beta phase. There's a lot of of work to really see how AI can unlock the power, but it's, it's, you can see how it can make us 50% more productive or 80% more productive. And think about how we can use those cycles now to do so many other things. So um, your second question, what, what has it not done? Um, I think we're just at the very beginning. I think we're at the very beginning. Now, you know, for my team, you know, we, we build chips that are, um, our largest chip now is like 100 billion transistors. Um, and it takes us about you know, three years uh, from start to finish. Now, if I could cut that in half, or if I could make sure that it's you know, right on day one, it has just tremendous business value um, in that. So all of us are learning together. It's a complete race. I, w would you agree, Shantanu, that um, this is the one place where I see everyone kind of leaning forward and leaning in and willing to experiment? Uh, I would, I would, and I think you know it's. Uh, we're all also tackling with the responsibility of what AI ethics means, and I, you know, just maybe your thoughts because one of the concerns is that I, I did want to check on whether your father, dad's checking up on you know how Lisa is doing on ChatGPT, but <laughs> I, maybe a little bit on the ethics and the concerns about does this replace humans versus augmented? Just your perspective. Yeah, I. I I think there is, um, there's definitely a, a, a need for, let's call it safe AI. And uh, again, I, I think you guys have been very thoughtful in how you've thought about it. We're also thinking about it, you know, how do you ensure that the data that's being trained is, is not biased in some way or is not leading us down a, a, the wrong path? But my view of the world is there's, it's not a replacement at all. Uh, you know, the creative genius of, you know, everyone um, in this room can, can actually just be even a little bit faster, a little bit better, a little bit more capable. Uh, we're not talking about replacement, but we're really talking about augmentation and, and productivity. So it is, it is going to be a fascinating era um, over the next uh, 10 years, I would say. A little bit faster, a little bit better, a little bit more capable. That's what this Generation AI has in store for us at the very least. Now, for more information on Adobe Firefly or any of the innovations you may have caught on this show, you can find all you need on the Adobe website adobe.com all the clips you heard on the show were from the summit itself and you can access them on demand on the adobe website as well finally a big shout out goes out to my friends at adobe for not only flying me out to the summit in vegas but for an experience that's changed my perspective on content creation productivity and leadership a big thank you for that this is Audrey Raj. You've been listening to Resource Center. Catch you again next week when I'm not so jet lagged. BFM 89.9.
You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.